0: Buying a used truck can be full of unknowns. But at Penske, we know trucks. Our expert sales team can help you find the right used vehicle to meet your business needs. Plus, at Penske, buying is easy with financing, insurance, and warranty programs available. Leave the unknowns behind and buy with confidence. View Penske's entire inventory, current deals, manager specials, and used truck center locations at PenskeUsedTrucks.com.
1: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arno, host of the Think Believe, and Manifest Talk Show. And today I am broadcasting from a beautiful but cold, Atlanta, Georgia. I am so excited that you made a decision to join me from all over the world today. And I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I believe that you're going to receive that one word, that one aha, that one insight that you need in order to manifest your heart's desires. Well, how are you doing today? Uh... I am doing really well. Can you believe that it is almost the end of 2020? I know somebody is saying, Constance, I wish it was the end of 2020. Well, I tell you, it is so amazing. So many things have happened. I wanna thank all of you for your wonderful emails, letting me know how this show is shifting and changing your life. And of course you can follow me on social media. Uh, on twitter and instagram is l o a constant on facebook is coach with Constance every monday morning at ten a m usually i do a coach book live uh, a not a coach book <laughs> a facebook live that is so funny what's a coach book guys a facebook live uh, at 10 a.m. And of course, please visit my YouTube channel and subscribe so that when I upload a video that you will be notified. Well, I have two experts with me today, uh, and they're going to be talking to us about how we can get deep sleep, release stress, and really uh, increase our immune system. Anybody interested in that during pandemic times? I can't wait to hear what they have to say. Uh, but I'm going to answer a question from a listener. Uh, and uh, if you have a question, you can email me at Constance at com, and I will... Um, take a look at it and possibly answer it online, but before I do I want to remind you that my seminar is coming up this weekend. yay, I'm so excited. so many of you have already signed up, but I still have still have some spaces available. I'm going to slow down. I still have some spaces available uh you know I'm going to be teaching you how to pivot how to get clear, and how to create a new life. And so uh, if you want something different in 2021, you can't just say 2021 is going to be my year. You got to go inside first. You have to pivot. You have to take a look at what are the new truths that you learned about yourself in 2020. Uh, You have to take a look at uh, the new lens from which you decide how you want to live a more authentic life. Did you realize in 2020 that you need to let go of maybe your career or relationship, your business, maybe your home? Uh, Do you want to learn how to upgrade your body, your soul, and your spirit? Are you ready to just take uh, control of your life? Are you tired of praying and waiting? Uh, But you're ready for the manifestation. Well, you have an opportunity to coach with me one on one. It's only 10 people on December the 12th and December the 13th. You can ask me any questions. I'm going to send you a PDF prior to And you're going to answer all of these questions like, uh, what did you learn about yourself in 2020? What old behaviors do you want to release so that you can create the new? What are the new lens from which you will be creating? What are your top three goals, et cetera? It's going to be deep, y'all. And so if you're ready to make the investment, uh, if you're ready for a change, Uh, The price is $99, you know, it costs $200 just to coach with me for one hour, so $99 for almost two and a half hours, but it's up to you. Visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You're going to really get crystal clear about what you desire. I'm going to teach you how to use some proven manifestation techniques, uh, some methods and some mindsets that you really need to incorporate in order to move forward. You see, success and manifestation has a system. And you can pray and wish and hope all you want to, but if you're not tapping into those systems, you're gonna be frustrated. And then lastly, I'm gonna help you to baby step your 30-day plan. It's gonna be awesome, y'all. Uh, So register now. I still have some spaces available, but I will not go over 10 fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Now let me answer this question. I received an email from a young lady and she wanted me to explain what does I am mean. Constance, I hear so many people talking about the power of I am. Could you explain that? By the way, you can go to my website and purchase my I Am Affirmations. I was in the studio recording them, and they have some beautiful music behind them. And uh, so, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and just look under my store. So, to this young lady, thank you so much for your question. And she wanted to know how could she use I Am. So, I Am means God. I am is God, and whatever you add to I am, it will be added to you. So I am, whatever I am you continually say, you're going to become that. Or whatever you add to I am is added unto you and you become. So every time you say I am, you're literally taking the name of the Lord God. So once you've taken that name, now the question young lady is, what are you going to do with it? So every time you say, I am weak, you just took the name of the Lord God and what are you gonna do with it? That? That's why the Bible says, Uh, Let the weak say, I am strong. So why would the Bible say, let the weak say, I am strong? Because God was trying to show you the powerful principle of I am. You're such a powerful manifester that whatever you add to, whatever you say or add to I am, it is added to you or, or it becomes in your life. So if you say, I am so tired... That's gonna be added to you. So every time you add something negative to I am, it's going to be added to you. So if you say, I am constant, I'm just, I am too old to start over again, or I'm not qualified for that position. Or you might say conversely, I'm going to be successful during these pandemic times. I am thriving during pandemic times. I am feeling better and better every day. I am rich, healed, and whole. So the answer to that is, my dear, is that I am is God. So you know whatever God says when he says, let there be light, and there was, it was. So I am is God, and whatever you add to I am, it will be added to you. It's that simple. I am becomes whatever you add to I am is added to you, and it becomes or it manifests in your life that's why you need to watch the power of your words. You guys heard me say, I think it was last week that um that your central nervous system is a is attached to your speech center, and when you speak words out, I am to oh you know, I am too fat. When you say I am retired, you know, psychologists say that all of your muscles just begin to relax. Why? Because your words are so powerful. So these are just some things that you could say, find your own I am or go to my website and purchase them. I am so happy and grateful that I am my I I am at my ideal weight and I feel healthy, vibrant, and full of energy. Or you could have some short I ams. I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am successful. I am talented. I am in great shape. I am energetic. I am happy. I am passionate. I am strong. I am beautiful and attractive. I am valuable. I am redeemed, I am forgiven, I am wealthy and prosperous, I am approved, I am prepared, I am motivated, I am focused, I am disciplined, I am determined, I am kind, I am generous, I am equipped, I am a child of the Most High God. So what would happen in your life if every day you wrote out, crafted out, spoke out powerful I am affirmations because you are God in the earth. And whatever you add to I am, whether it's negative or positive, it is going to be added to you. OMG, that is so powerful. And that's why I was telling a young lady uh, a couple of months ago, she said, Constance, I'm just I'm just broke during this, this pandemic. I said, don't ever say that word, I am broke in my presence. And she didn't know what she was doing. But the more she said that, the more wealth and abundance stayed away from her. My neighbor, who you've heard me jokingly say, whenever he sees me walking in the neighborhood, I hope he's not listening, y'all. That's why I didn't call anybody's name. He said, how you doing, young lady? I said, how you doing? He said, I'm doing okay for an old man. I am doing okay for an old man. So every time he says that, his organs, his whole life, you know, they hear and they And they respond to that. You are powerful. Make a decision that you're going to speak out your I am affirmations with all of the faith. God has given you the authority and the ability to create your world. It's whatever you say with your words. How did you feel when I was uh, speaking out all of those I am beautiful, I am healthy affirmations? Those words literally begin to change the atmosphere of me on the show coming to you wherever you are in the world. In Africa, you felt it. Uh, uh, In Japan, you felt the shift and the change. In Asia in Canada, in the US, in Europe, you felt a change of atmosphere because that's just how powerful words are. And so, as I said, go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and purchase my I am affirmations. And it's just something, if you're feeling kind of down and depressed one day, and you're just like, oh my goodness, Whenever I'm feeling that way, I get my affirmations out. I begin to walk through my house and speak it out loud. So people people say, well, Constance, I don't feel it. Well, you may not feel it initially, but when you say I am blessed, that is truth. And eventually that truth will manifest in your life. Everybody, uh, that is so good. I'm going to listen to that again myself. So let's stay tuned and then we're going to come back. And listen to these great two experts and by the way guys they have two gifts for you so i want you to stay tuned everybody
2: for the past 30 years constance arnold has
0: coached clients globally in the areas of relationships wealth and career her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change
2: from the inside out Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com.
0: Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com
1: everybody I'm back and I'm really excited about my guests and I know what you're saying Constance you're always uh, excited yes even after 11 years um, I'm so grateful to come to you every weekend do we have an exciting uh, interesting and informative show for you today so I have a question for all of my listeners out there in South Africa have you been dealing with a lot of stress what about anxiety I know it. my, I know my listeners in Europe have received your emails around how you're not able to sleep and you have possibly feelings of hopelessness or you're feeling isolated. I get that, but we are really blessed today to have two experts here who are gonna be offering solutions to help us to restore deep sleep. I need that. And strengthen our immunity while reducing stress and anxiety doing pandemic. So let me introduce the first person. Dr. Patrick This is a renowned human behavior expert. Patrick has appeared on global news outlets. He has it going on y'all like bbc cnn russian news agency fox news and msnbc and he's recognized for his subconscious rapid transformation technique and our next guest is chris barris he is brilliant also you guys he is a scientific researcher who has pioneered the use of an astonishing molecule called ESS 60 that has some amazing properties. I can't wait to hear about it, which include enhancing sleep and boosting immunity. So I want to welcome these two powerful gentlemen to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. So Patrick and Chris, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network.
3: Constance, thank you so much for having us.
1: I'm excited. You know, this is the first time in 11 years that I've interviewed two people at the same time. So you guys are like a a test for me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think this is going to go very well.
1: And you guys know it is close to Christmas and they are giving us, they're coming with some gifts. Yay, and I'm gonna give you that link, especially for all of you Law of Attraction listeners. So Patrick and Chris, you guys are both experts in your own field. Kind of share with listeners, how did you two come together? How did this happen?
3: Uh, You you wanna take that, Patrick?
2: Okay, so yeah, Chris and I have known each other for a very long time and we met through a social event. And uh, it was actually a very funny social event because it was a Halloween event. And as a result of getting to know each other through mutual friends, we realized that we both have very, we have a similar passion. We have a similar core values and that passion and purpose is to actually help people. Um, You know, we often use the expression to make a positive difference in people's lives. And ultimately what that means is how can you help someone to live a better life? What can you do to ease someone else's pain to help them to experience more joy, more meaning, more purpose, and ultimately to help someone to live, to become the best version of themselves. And so that's how we met. And then the next question is going to be, well, how did you partner up um, uh, for us to be speaking with you today, Constance? And that's basically because when the pandemic began, Chris and I, well, we speak on a regular basis, but when the pandemic was was just beginning, uh, Chris was on the phone and he says, oh, I'm feeling so tired. And he says, "I don't, I don't know why. And I started laughing and I said, you do realize there is a pandemic and it affects every one of us. None of us are immune from it. And so at that point we, we said, look, everyone is really being affected. And as you know from yourself Constance and all the people you've interviewed in that time and the people you've spoken with, as we got deeper and deeper into it, things got worse for us because we spent more time alone more isolation, more fear, more anxiety, more confusion, more uncertainty, more instability. And so we said, well, how can we help people, particularly when so many people were saying, I'm struggling to sleep, I've got a lot of anxiety, I've got a lot of stress, and the anxiety and the stress makes the sleep worse. The lack of sleep then makes the anxiety and the stress worse. So we decided to uh, come up with with a simple plan of, hey, from my side, I can help with the psych- with the psychology, with the human behavior, with the emotions. What are what are we thinking? What are we feeling? What are we experiencing? What are we going through? And so, I decided to create an audio book called "Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage Right Now." And then I created also a guided meditation, which incidentally are gifts for your audience today. Thank you. And then you're welcome. And then Chris, um, because of his work. Um, it happens that he's he, in the science, in the scientific field that he's involved in, he has a product that actually helps people to sleep and boost your immune system. And I said, well, I guess this is the time for us to present this together.
1: You want to jump in, Chris?
2: Well,
3: yeah, um, it, 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 Patrick's exactly right. We've been, you know, since that, that first Halloween uh, party that we met each other, we've been really good friends. He was living in Houston at the time. Uh, he's now uh, based in Miami, and yeah, we do speak on a regular basis. Um, and and our our goals, like giving back to people, doing what we can to help people, really put us on this kind of uh, collision course to work together and and come to like people like your audience or to you, and then uh, hopefully to help people like in your audience. Hey, what are what are some actionable things that you can do to sleep? right away. Um, how can you deal with the emotions? There's this thing, you know, Patrick kind of alluded that, that you don't get enough sleep on one night. What what he didn't kind of explain is when you don't get enough sleep on a particular night, that next day you wake up, there's scientific data to support that you wake up with less of an ability to handle the emotional things that are going to happen to you the next day. Um, and, you know, during this COVID pandemic, uh, there seems to be a lot of emotional things that are happening the next day and now with this lack of sleep uh, you're less able to handle them maybe you're making some bad decisions uh, and and then you go into that night with I call it the horrible emotional sleep spiral where these emotions aren't being handled properly for you know obvious reasons uh, and then one of the reasons that's not so obvious is this lack of sleep so we kind of combine together um, my most consistent testimonial with the product that that, uh, that I have on the market is people take it in the morning, they report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But we're, we're just excited to, to get out there and share with people uh, the gifts that we have. And we'll give you the link to that. Uh, and then some kind of actionable items that you can do uh, to help you get the sleep that you really need.
1: We need that. Sounds like a divine connection to me between you two guys. So I'm gonna start with you, Patrick. Tell our listeners about our emotions and lack of sleep and what happens to us during times like this emotionally and psychologically.
2: Well, I think even before I explain it, I think we've all experienced it. And that is that at this time, there's there's a whole range of emotions and it's almost like a roller coaster where we might be feeling the most common one is fear and anxiety and then the next one would be sadness sorrow and grief and then probably after that I guess rumination depression but I identified an umbrella of emotions like seven umbrellas and so many people were coming to me and and saying again and again this is what I'm experiencing fear and anxiety and so what I did in this audio book is to actually Clearly identify what is fear, what is anxiety, what is sadness, what is sorrow, what is grief, etc. And then give you action steps to, to, to change that or to neutralize those emotions. So fear is often the anticipation of pain. We expect something is about to happen and it's going to be very painful. Anxiety is different because anxiety can be more generalized. And it's the sense that your world is out of control coupled with the attempt to try to control the things you can't. So let's say you feel like the world is out of control and most of us experienced that in 2020, and then you're trying to control things you can't control. That makes the anxiety worse. And yes, the anxiety isn't just a thought, it isn't just an emotion, it's an experience in the body as well because we have physical manifestations of the thoughts and the emotions. I also teach to be very careful because even before the pandemic, what are we often trying to control? The people around us, our partner, our husband, our wife, our children, our best friends. And that also then makes things worse for our relationships. So um, that's fear and anxiety. Then the next one, and there's some banging in the background because my next door neighbours are doing work. And so in between, I'll put it on mute. Um, The other one is sadness, sorrow and grief. And sadness... Mm is triggered by a sense of loss. It can also be when something has just come to an end. So let's say you decide to leave a job and you go, I feel relieved that I'm leaving this job because I didn't enjoy it. You'll still experience sadness. Let's say you end a relationship and you say, I needed to end that relationship, but you'll still experience sadness. So whenever there's a loss, something that you had or something you thought you were gonna have, such as an opportunity, Or if something comes to an end, you experience sadness. These are all natural human emotions, Constance. And your work as a therapist, you understand this, that unfortunately we spend too much of our time trying to say, I've got to be happy 24 hours a day, rather than accepting where we are in that moment, and then dealing with it. It's natural at a time when people have lost work, they've lost jobs, they've lost careers. Um, Some people have actually lost friends, or some people have lost aspects of their health that you're going to be feeling sad. Sorrow and grief is a little stronger. We often reserve the word grieving for death, you know, if you've lost someone close to you. But I think many of us throughout this time have been experiencing a lot of grief and grief is that heaviness of loss. It's where we might then be experiencing all these other emotions of feeling lost, feeling confused, feeling uncertain, feeling afraid. So I give very clear action steps in, the, in my audiobook about how to deal with each of these emotions. And let me share one powerful technique for everyone that's watching or listening. Okay. And what we've found through scientific research and studies and, is that when you identify an emotion, you automatically lower its power and hold over you when you're able to label that emotion. So rather than just saying, I'm feeling down, I don't feel well, or, I feel... Crappy or I feel awful. If you can say, I notice that I'm feeling sad. So you've identified it's sadness. I notice that I'm feeling sad. And rather re- than reacting to it, you say, hmm, that's interesting. Why am I feeling sad? So when I've said, I notice that I'm feeling sad, I've distinguished myself or, or distanced myself from the emotion. I'm not saying I am sad, I notice that I'm feeling sad. So now I'm able to distinguish, and I'm also able to say, see, I can recognize this emotion. Then by saying, mm-hmm, or oh, that's interesting, I'm not reacting to it, so it doesn't have the control over me. Then by saying, well, what's causing the sadness? Then I'm able to deal with the root cause of the sadness. So if I recognize, well, I'm feeling sad, I notice I'm feeling sad because I believe I've lost the opportunity to go out at night to a bar, a restaurant, a club, or to visit my best friend. Then I enter with compassion, I say, well, it makes sense that I'm going to feel sad because this, is, this was something that was meaningful to me. And so you end, you end up expressing compassion to yourself for experiencing the sadness. And then you can say, well, do I want to stay in the sorrow of sadness? Or do I want to at least acknowledge that that was something great and it is sad that I've lost it? I'm grateful, though, for having had that opportunity. What can I do now? Can I still connect with my friend? Can I still find somewhere else to go? And then you look for something else to do. So you're redirecting your attention, but you're also acknowledging, accepting, and neutralizing the sadness.
1: Wow, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. You want to jump in Patrick. That's so powerful. You know, Dr. Patrick, I heard you say that it was uh, uh, difficult for you because, you know, you're kind of like me. We're used to going, standing in front of people, training and connecting and and all of that changed. And uh, I can just see the method that you just shared, how listeners can walk through that process personally themselves.
2: Yeah, and I think it's important to acknowledge that every one of us has a loss of some type. Yeah, and absolutely. even if you say, and there, there, there is a small group of people that might say, listen, I benefited as a result of this, whatever that benefit is. Nonetheless, every one of us will experience some sense of loss or an ending to something throughout the course of our life. And you can use this technique with any emotion, even if it's anger, and you say, I notice I'm feeling angry. Oh, that's interesting. Why am I feeling angry? Well, I'm angry because this person in my mind hurt me, offended me, wronged me, didn't do what I wanted, etc. And each time keep practicing separating yourself from the emotion, not denying the emotion, not running away from the emotion, but distancing yourself, recognizing that you are not the emotion and that you can actually control the emotion. Again, you don't deny it, you don't suppress it, you don't repress it, you don't push it away by actually seeing it up front and saying i feel really angry i feel really frustrated because i can't go out because i have to wear a mask whenever i go out and it's really uncomfortable <clears throat> you say yes it is now what can i do about it and you That's say well good. yeah you say well what can i do about it well i can either not wear a mask and create big problems or i'll choose to wear the mask and and just accept that that's something, and here comes the next thing I'm going to teach you, that's something that is beyond my control. Mm-hmm. So I teach, place all of your focus only on what you can control. Stop trying to control the things you can't control. You can't control yeah. your partner. You can talk to them about what you want and what you need and what you expect even, but you can't control them. So if we become aware, and it's, just, it's the serenity prayer, which was introduced by either a father, a priest, or a minister in 1955. But the history of that actual teaching goes all the way back to Stoicism, um, which which is a philosophy. And that is there are things that are within our control and there are things outside of our control. Get very clear about what you can control. Get clear about what you can't control. Let go of the things you can't control. put your energy on the things you can control and again that's the serenity prayer not um i think that's a beautiful way to remember you know which is god grant me the the serenity
1: to accept the things that i cannot change and the knowledge to know the difference
2: and the courage to act on the things that i can change
1: right right the difference yeah it's so funny patrick um the hammering has stopped at your place, but now at my house, uh, they're blowing leaves, so it's all good <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> so Patrick, jump in.
2: Oh, Chris. Chris,
1: oh, Chris, 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 sorry, Chris.
3: Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, Patrick and I have had uh, arguably innumerable conversations about how all of this ties into it and how human nature you know how can you do a better job? And one of the things that I really love about what Patrick says, and even in this context, is it is okay to feel what you're feeling. Because I think so much as as a society, if you're a, a depressed, whether it's a little or a lot, or you're sad, whether it's a little or a lot, um, there's this this cultural norm like you've just got to push that aside and 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 be happy. And I think it's important to like stop for a moment and say, it's okay to feel those things, right? Those are how you're feeling. Don't deny those feelings and, and understand those feelings. So ask those questions. Why am I feeling this way? And then understand what are you going to do next, right? What is that next step? Um, And, and, and a lot of these feelings that we have, if we, if we don't have kind of the wisdom of the serenity prayer, then you end up with, Uh, rumination at night and keeping you up. So I wanna cover a couple of things that are just really, really actionable things that you can do to help you get that sleep that you so desperately need. Um,
1: Yeah, tell us that what happens when we don't get enough sleep? I know I'm like, oh my God, I've gotta really sleep tonight because I didn't sleep last night. What happens to us and what are some tips that you can give us so that we can get that deep sleep?
3: Well, I think as a society, we do a lot of hand waving around sleep, right? So we're very, I think we're very clear that getting sleep is good for your mental, physical and emotional well-being, right? And then we say, and sleep is so very important and you have to get your, you know, eight and a half hours of sleep opportunity every night, like absolutely must. Well, you know, unless there's something else to do.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs>
3: right, I feel like that's what we do. Um, and Patrick likes to point out we're the only species on the planet that will actually forego sleep for a non-healthful purpose. Right, so at the end of the day, going out to dinner late or going dancing really doesn't necessarily have a healthful purpose. Maybe you could talk about mental health and connecting with people or expressing yourself, but at the end of the day, um, we're the only species that does that. And there's a lot of there's a book called Why We Sleep. Uh, by Dr. Matthew Walker, who used to be at Harvard University. And and he talks about all, the book is phenomenal. It's also the scariest book you'll ever read about Mm. sleep because it gets in with hard data and says, here's how your memory fails when you don't have sleep. Here's how your cardiovascular health is decreased when you don't have sleep. If you go two days without sleep and do a blood glucose test, you'll actually show up as a diabetic, even though the only thing, quote, unquote, the only thing you're missing is two days of sleep. Um, that's how important sleep is. We, we just kind of transitioned with our yearly, twice a year um, transition of daylight savings times, right? A lot of yeah. people don't realize when we lose that hour of sleep, heart attacks go up. And when we gain that hour of sleep, heart attacks go down. So sleep really does impact all of these things, uh, and it and is incredibly, incredibly important.
1: I know my sleep certainly has shifted and changed. I used to be a, on a certain routine, but I'm just getting back to it. And yeah. uh, so, for listeners globally, I, I know that we're excited to hear what those tips are going to be from you, Chris, to really help us to get that deep sleep.
3: Well, excellent. Let's let's ju- dive in. So okay. The first tip is gonna be related to nap. So a lot of people are at home where they weren't before they were at the office or whatever. Maybe they're having lunch on the couch and that couch has this call, this nap call that it can make. Um, First, understand that the data is incredibly clear. Napping is good, right? Napping improves your mental performance for the rest of the day. There's no doubt about it. What you've gotta be careful of is the timing of the nap, both when you take them and how long you take them. So a really kind of an ideal nap amount of time is 20 to 30 minutes. So if you're about to fall asleep, make sure you set that alarm because it can be very easy to kind of nap past that. The problem if you nap past that 20 or 30 minutes is it starts to interrupt your circadian rhythm. So your circadian rhythm is the thing that put your body in tune with the rising and setting sun. So in the morning, the sun is rising, your circadian rhythm says, hey, it's time to get up and be more active. And then the sun is setting, hey, it's time to slow down and get ready for sleep. Um, That circadian rhythm can be negatively impacted if your nap is longer than 30 minutes. Uh, The other thing to note about napping, if it's about four o'clock and your body's like, hey, maybe I should take a nap, you should consciously say no after 4 p.m. is not a good time to take a nap. Again, it can have a negative impact on your circadian rhythm.
1: I take a nap every single day. Good. For 30 that minutes is, at least. really good. Mm-hmm. It's interesting,
3: it actually takes a discipline to do something, I think kind of as a society, we've said that napping is lazy, but the data says it's not. <laughs> the data is very clear. It says that it's really good for you and really good for your performance for the rest of the day. So I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you've got that that dedication to napping. That's, that's pretty, pretty
1: phenomenal. So yours- when I was on the road traveling, I would train until 3, go back to the hotel, sleep from 3 to 3.30, and then get up and exercise. So I think I did that for 10 years, and my body has just adjusted to that.
3: Your body's just like, it's time to take a nap. Absolutely. And you're like, don't and you're think like, about yes, calling me during nap. that time. <laughs> That's phenomenal. So naps, great. Take them, make sure they're under 30 minutes and make sure they're before four. Um, the next tip is going to be related to electronic devices. So we, we all have a cell phone and a tablet and a computer that we're working with. And a lot of people don't realize that those devices give off blue light. And that blue light has the ability to convince our mind that it's basically midday. So if you're outside, the point during the day that the most blue light is emitted from the sun or at least received by our eyes from the sun is the middle of the day. So you can kind of imagine if it's like 7 p.m. and you're getting all this blue light, your body's going, hey, is it the middle of the day? That's gonna severely detrimentally impact your circadian rhythm. Uh, All of these devices have blue light blockers, uh, and if they don't, you can get a little piece of software to do them. Uh, I know the iPhone has it built in, the Android phones that I've had have it built in. Go ahead and take advantage of those. Uh, I, I know Dr. Juanis, he actually leaves his blue light filters on all day, so he just mm. doesn't get impacted. Other than if you look behind him, he's actually done those, that photography and that work behind him. Mm. It's pretty spectacular stuff. Obviously, when he's doing that, he's got the blue light on. Otherwise, his <laughs> you know his photos would have a u- unique feel to them that uh, most people might, a lot of people might not appreciate. <laughs> um, so he leaves them on all day. I actually make sure that my blue light blocker is uh, turned on about two hours before the sun sets. So again, I'm getting off of that blue light before the sun is setting. Uh, That's really important. The other thing with electronic devices, a lot of people don't realize like the information that's coming from these electronic devices is really like hyper tuned to on an instinctual level, trigger our uh, dopamine release, right? So these little tiny bits of social information, you can imagine way back when we lived in villages, made a lot of sense, they're really important. And you weren't bombarded with them 24 <laughs> seven. Now we're bombarded with these things that were kind of hardwired to be interested in. Again, little pieces of quote unquote, socially relevant information. Um, now we're getting them all the time. So uh, our recommendation is, Put those devices away. A lot of people charge their phones next to their beds. Hey, let's put a charging station outside of your bedroom or even further down the hall or in some other part of the house so that when it's charging, it's not dinging and causing those dopamine releases that cause us to want to interact with the phone. And that will help you get better sleep significantly.
2: There's another important point there too, Chris, that the other reason to put the phone outside of your bedroom is so that you are telling yourself that aspect is turned off. That means now my focus is on rest, my focus is on sleep. I'm not going to keep creating anxiety and fear in me about what am I missing out on? What's happening? What do I need to know? You're actually and, and you're controlling the phone or the device rather than the device or the phone controlling you.
1: Yeah, so that's ex- good.
3: Expressing that control. Absolutely. And then the final tip, it's related to alcohol. So a lot of people believe that if they have a drink right before they go to sleep, it'll help them go to sleep. Uh, The reality is that alcohol is a depressant and it actually will knock you out. It's kind of like in that book, Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker, he talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry. And in that industry, those, those prescription drugs you take right before you go to sleep, they actually knock you out. And what they, what they really do at a chemical level is they release this chemical called adenosine in our body. Uh, of the buildup of adenosine throughout the day causes us to desire sleep. Um, these prescription drugs can release that, des- that, that adenosine and we wake up without the desire to sleep, which would feel very refreshing the problem is, is it's a sedative, just like alcohol is a sedative, and and it's actually not allowing you to get the important heal, healing, uh, restorative sleep that you do need, the REM sleep and the NREM sleep. So it's actually interesting because the product that I have, people take it in the morning, right? Not in the evening, right before sleep. They take it in the morning, they report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. Um, that's unlike... The, 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 the potential for these prescription drugs and also for alcohol. So when it comes to alcohol, you know there's some good research that says, hey, take one drink, um, uh, no more than two, but you wanna make sure you take that about two hours before you go to sleep. So your body has time to uh, metabolize the alcohol and you're going to sleep without that, without that alcohol in your system. And again, in that book, Why We Sleep, the, they, they do a number of studies with some alcohol consumption and the detrimental impact on your mental and cognitive cap- capabilities are, are demonstrable and, and profound.
1: Yeah. Thanks and, for those three great tips. Go ahead, Dr. Patrick.
2: And in my audio book, uh, which I'm giving to your audience for free, Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage Right Now, I actually do have a chapter dedicated to sleep and I include Chris's three tips and 14 other tips. So there's also a lot of other things that are in that audiobook, and we're going to give that to your audience for free without requesting their name or their email address. It's just, it's a real gift, you know, where you give something and you don't say you have to give me something
1: back. We're grateful for that. You know, since this is the Law of Attraction Radio Network, Dr. Patrick, and we talk a lot about thoughts, uh, uh, expound a little bit on our emotions, our thoughts, our beliefs and expectations during pandemic? Because a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Constance, I only want to think on positive things because I want to manifest my heart's desires. So what role does our thoughts, our beliefs and our expectations play during all of this?
2: There's a very interesting book that's based on 20 years of research by uh, Carol Dweck, who was a psychologist out of Stanford University. Mm. And she wrote the book, Rethinking Positive Thinking. And Mm. she revealed that in research, the people who simply visualized a positive outcome got poorer results than the person who did two things. Visualized a positive outcome and then said, well, what might go wrong? What might go wrong in me? How might I get in the way of this actually happening? The person that does the latter that says, okay, I can see myself losing weight, but wait a minute, I can also see myself not losing weight because I, I have a lack of self-discipline in terms of reaching into the fridge. And then the next step is, what can I do to prevent that from happening? What can I do to deal with my own internal blocks? So you don't want to be the person that denies reality because if we think of it that way, we'd say, well, there is no COVID, there is no pandemic, I'm not gonna get sick. I don't need to wear a mask. No one else needs to wear a mask. Let me go out. Well, that's not, that doesn't work. The idea is what I call, I, I talk about um, being a realistic optimist. Mm. That means you do expect the best. You plan also for the best, but you also have a plan for what might really happen, a plan for the worst. And a realistic optimist says, I see that there's a, an actual illness out there, that people are getting sick. What can I do to stay safe? It's as simple as that. Um, So don't think that if you're having these negative thoughts that therefore you should just deny the thought. So if you're having fearful thoughts about meeting up with people or going out or whatever the thought is, don't just deny and run away from that and don't just replace it with something positive. Look at it and say, okay, which part of this is real and which part of this am I contributing to and making worse through whatever my thoughts and emotions are. Um, It's it's great to visualize things getting better, but you got to take action. Yeah. And you have to have a plan. And the plan is, how am I going to fit into this vision? So I might have a vision of I'm going to lose weight and so therefore I need to go to the gym five times a week. And to do that, I have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I go, oh, wait a minute. I hate getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. How am I going to do this? Well, let me get Constance. I'll make her my workout partner. She'll be calling me at 10 to six saying, Patrick, get up. You lazy. So-and-so get up, get up, get up. So my point is it's good to visualize a positive outcome. You've also got to get in touch with the negative within you. What is going to potentially stop me from making this a reality? What is it about me And then number three, start working on an actual plan. I did write an article on this. I write a weekly success newsletter, which I've been doing since 2004, so I've written over 1200 articles. And I wrote that on that um, about, you know, don't just focus on the positive, also think about the negative, what might not work, how you might end up being the block to your own success.
1: Oh, that's good. That's juicy gems, our listeners. So Chris, tell us about your astonishing molecule called ESS60. What in the world is that? And how is that going to help our listeners with, with deeper sleep and immunity?
3: Well, so um, it's a pretty amazing molecule. It was discovered in 1985 at Rice University, which happens to be here in Houston, Texas, where I am. Uh, For those who are watching, I'm actually holding up a a model of the molecule. Um, For those who are just listening, imagine a soccer ball where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. This is what they discovered in 1985. It was three professors. Uh, By 1996, a short 11 years, they actually won the Nobel Prize for discovering this molecule. So it's a pretty amazing thing. It's harder than a diamond. It turns into a diamond. It's got six-fold symmetry. It's just pretty amazing and performs really well at almost every application that you put it in. Um, so they kind of understood that we were going to be using this in a lot of places in society. And whenever that's true, you want to understand the toxicity of something to see, is it toxic? Is it not toxic? And for various reasons, they thought it might be toxic. So in 2012, they published the results of a toxicity study. In that toxicity study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with the ESS-60 molecule. Um, they were, again, this was supposed to be a toxicity study. What they found instead of being toxic at the, is that those rats that were given the My Vital C formula actually lived 90% longer than the control group and they died without tumors, right? So either one of these results is pretty phenomenal. uh, Throwing on the fact that they died without tumors where a typical Worcester rat has a known amount of tumors which increases, the mass increases every day that they live. Uh, The Myvital C rats live twice as long out to 62 months instead of 32, uh, and they all died without tumors. So that was a very kind of, that, that report, that scientific report went viral in 2012. Um, and really if you fast forward, we actually were very conservative in the beginning um, and, and weren't really intent. I, I, never wanted to be a supplement guy. It wasn't my intent uh, to be a supplement guy, but then in 2017, a guy with a really big YouTube following started talking about all the benefits he was getting when he was taking it on a daily basis. So uh, like I said, our most consistent testimonial is people take it in the re- in the morning, They report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. He was talking about a whole myriad of other benefits that he was experiencing. Uh, And really, in 2018, uh, we decided that we've got this opportunity. We're both scientists and entrepreneurs. What are we going to do with this opportunity? And so we brought the supplement to market. Um, And and so ever since then, kind of Patrick and I have been working together, obviously having lots of conversations uh, and. And, and it's interesting to see because it, I'm in a very unique situation because I didn't design this supplement to heal and, and take care of everybody. I've been manufacturing this material since 1991. Uh, they do this crazy toxicity study in 2000 and, and released the results in 2012. And then, and then now I am a supplement guy. So I'm just trying to be a good steward to all the benefits that people are getting when they
1: take this supplement. Powerful, powerful. So, what do you guys both of you guys are so doggone smart? It's ridiculous. What do y'all think about spirituality and the role that that plays in us really getting deeper sleep, living a better life of well being, etc.?
2: So, I teach that life is experienced in four realms mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So, mental is our thoughts, it can also be some of our capabilities our cognitive functioning. Emotional isn't just the emotions we experience, it's also our relationship to other people. Physical is everything that's tangible. So it can be our body, it can be the the things around us, it can be material things, it can be possessions, it can even be money. And then finally we have spirituality and spirituality isn't necessarily uh, a belief of, you know, in a church or religion, It can be about recognizing that there's either a higher power or that we are connected to each other, that we can contribute, we can live from our heart, we can make a positive difference. So I also distinguish between religion and spirituality. You can be spiritual without religion, you can be religious without being spiritual. So I talk about spirituality as living from the heart, coming from the heart, looking for ways to contribute to make a positive difference to other people. And even if you think about spirituality and the concept of believing in God and in a higher power, you look at it from the reverse and says, well, if I believe in God and in a higher power, that means I'm smaller. That means I'm not the the center of the universe. When we can shift from, uh, I am the center of the universe to I'm not the center of the universe, we treat people differently. We treat people with more respect. So, um, and I'm trying to the example, someone said to me, about humility and, you know, self-respect and self-love. And I said, if you get to the place of having more self-love, more self-compassion, you'll also show that to other people. If you recognize your own gifts, your own talents, your own capabilities, and you recognize I am unique, I do have something to contribute, then you also value that in other people. So the more you can see the value in you, hopefully the more you can see the value in other people. So spirituality is about finding meaning and purpose, about making a difference in other people's lives. And you asked a very good question, which is, well, what's the link between spirituality and restful sleep or deep sleep or good sleep? And I would say that when you're engaging in spirituality and you're living, out, you're living your life with meaning and purpose and making a positive difference, you will sleep at it because we all need meaning and purpose in life. If you have meaning and purpose and you're living that out, you're not gonna be engaging in rumination, constant thought, you're gonna have less anxiety, you're not gonna be as depressed. But when everything came to a standstill with the pandemic, suddenly we lost our meaning, we lost our purpose. Yeah. Or at least we questioned it and said, wait a minute, I can't go to work, I can't go to this party, I can't go to this club, I can't go here, I can't go there. What, what, what is this all about? Who am I? What am I? What's my purpose? And many people said, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing the job I was doing. Maybe I should start all over again. So for many people, it was almost like rebooting the computer and saying, now I need to get clear about what are my core values. Am I living my life in alignment with my core values? So the greater inner peace that you can have, and I believe you do get a lot more peace by having meaning and purpose, the the better you'll sleep. And I don't believe that we're meant to just sit around and meditate all day um, because even if you think about that, that's an action anyway. And the people that are very spiritual, whether it's monks, Tibetan monks, Buddhist monks, they don't just meditate. They also study scripture and they, they pray, etc. I believe that we're meant to do things. We're meant to be active. The question is, in what way are you being active? If you're just being active for meaningless things, then you're going to end up having a meaningless life and you're going to feel very empty inside. True. If you're busy... If if you're busy doing things that are bringing value to other people's lives, you're going to have a greater sense of fulfillment within you, inside your, not just your gut, but your heart and your soul.
1: So good. Chris, you have anything else you want to say before we give out this link for listeners all over the world? This is so good.
3: Well, just to share, actually, Patrick and I are working on a book. Um, The the working title is Reinvent Yourself as if You're Going to Live Forever. Because Ooh. you might, um, and it, it incorporates what he's talking about, and, and then all the other ways you could reinvent yourself, right? So there's there's a, a myriad of ways. Um, but but yeah, that's that's that, that's a, a, where you'll continue to see Patrick and I working together, and we're really excited about bringing that kind of knowledge to the forefront.
1: You guys are a divine duo. I, I really, you know, you just flow so well together. So for all my listeners. Uh, the special link, and it's going to be in my show description, but uh, go to com forward slash LOA, Law of Attraction. Did That's I say t- that right?
3: It's T-A-L, so My Vital C dot com and then forward slash LOA.
1: I don't have my contacts in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so these are free gifts. These two men are very kind and generous and compassionate, and they are going to share with you some things that you can take and really take those action steps.
3: And if, and if I can share, go um, ahead, can you please go there share. again? It's my dot com forward slash loa you don't have to give your email address you can actually listen to the audio files right there in the web browser or you can download them and put it on whatever device you want Uh, use that book uh, use that meditation file there's also two links kind of further down Uh, one of them is to patrick's website that's patrickwanis.com he like all of the knowledges that's coming out that you probably felt Uh, in this particular broadcast. Uh, He applies that in sessions that he does. So the subconscious rapid transformation technique, that's work that he does within individuals. So check that out if you're interested. He also mentioned his newsletter. It's a phenomenal newsletter filled with, again, kind of the same wisdom that you felt in this show. Go ahead and subscribe to that. Obviously, you got to give your email for uh, a subscription to the newsletter. And the other link that that's there is uh to the homepage of my vital c you can find our products there if you're interested in trying them uh and we actually have a coupon code uh it's loa right for law of attraction mm-hmm. that gets you an additional 15 dollars off of your first order what i'm going to share with you is you can buy one bottle uh, or you can get on subscription and that subscription gives you like a 25 percent discount go ahead and take advantage of that discount. Don't worry, you can cancel the subscription at any time, uh, but take advantage of that of that discount.
1: So Chris, I'm glad you have your glasses on because I couldn't see without my contacts. <laughs> so guys, gentlemen, what are your famous last words? What words would you like to leave to listeners? I'll start with you, Patrick, all over the world today.
2: Every relationship begins with you. So the better relationship that you can develop within yourself, the better relationship you'll have with other people. If you struggle with self-love, and what I mean by self-love is acceptance, compassion, validation, uh, self-approval. If you struggle with that, then in your relationships, you're going to find yourself either being clingy, needy, desperate, or constantly seeking the other person to fill your inner emptiness. Fill the inner emptiness with your own self-love, acceptance, approval, validation, and look for meaning and purpose in your life.
1: Thank you,
3: Chris. What I would say is, uh, remember, you deserve the best of everything.
1: I love that. Well, you two gentlemen have been a blessing to listeners all over the world. Thank you so much. It's been an honor for me to have this encounter with you and to share you with the world. And listeners, remember to visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And uh, as I say every week, open up yourself to the unlimited possibilities that exist in the quantum and the physical world. And remember that something good is gonna happen to you and through your for others this week. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Buying a used truck can be full of unknowns. But at Penske... We know trucks. Our expert sales team can help you find the right used vehicle to meet your business needs. Plus, at Penske, buying is easy with financing, insurance, and warranty programs available. Leave the unknowns behind and buy with confidence. View Penske's entire inventory, current deals, manager specials, and used truck center locations at PenskeUsedTrucks.com.